Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of On a Journey with WeWork, our second season, The Sports Edit. The season's all about inspiring creators and game changers from the world of sports and our guest today has a thing for speed. Please welcome Meera Aida, one of India's foremost female open wheel racers. Meera started racing when she was 9 years old and started competing just after 25 days of training in the 2010 JKTI National Road Act Max Championship in India. Meera became the formula for rookie champion of the year in 2016 and 2017 she became the first Indian woman to race in the Euro JK series one of the highest classes of formula racing in India in 2019 Meera has also become the first woman driver at the X1 racing championship let's dive right in when i was doing some research you were 9 when you started driving Yes. That's crazy. That's insane. At an age where I think I was still discovering video games long long time back and also even even children now um you know just discovering the whole concept of PlayStations you were yeah. out there on the track and doing proper racing. How did that happen? Tell us about your journey. How exciting was that? Talking about how I started, I started driving go-karts at the age of 8 when my dad started this go-karting track in Padodra where we stay. and it was just out of his passion for speed that in back in his time he couldn't drive and he couldn't race so he's like okay why not you know start a race track and so when he started i just used to see my brothers race and have fun together while i didn't know how to drive so after a while i was like okay i want to drive and i want to learn as well and the first time i ever sat in a go-kart i went and hit the wall i actually got hurt i was very scared that okay i, I don't want to do this it's it's so heavy and i just stopped driving after like just trying that out but again just seeing my brothers i was like why should boys have all the fun right so um i again got back into the cart after a few months and just you know started learning from my brothers and started getting better at it in this few months when i turned 9 i was quite good comparing to my brothers and my dad asked me if i wanted to get into professional motorsports and at that time i was just 9 so you know none of us knows you know like what motorsport is at that point of time so i was like okay that sounds interesting that you know i get to travel i get to bunk school and you know go out racing driving cars i think that's a good idea so let's just go ahead and try it so we went to see one of the national karting championships one of the rounds of that in pune and that's when i saw that you know it's just guys driving over there So I asked my dad if like there is two two different categories for like male and female, and he was like, no. If you're driving, you're gonna race with the guys out here because there's no different categories here. And that was something that really motivated me. Is that you know, uh, I don't have to really think about the gender over here because once the helmets on, nobody's gonna know if it's a girl or a guy driving, right? Not even the car. I just got motivated. I was like, I want to do this big time. I got professionally trained for like two weekends and then another few days of practice and I was there in Hyderabad for my first ever national karting championship after that. Wow. From bunking school and now at 20 already being a champion. <laughs> totally. What a fascinating story. Meera just before we jump into the details of your journey, you mentioned there that your dad was the one who came in and said, "Hey, do you want to go try out motorsports?" and that essentially is an inspiration for a lot of parents in the country right and especially going back at that time and you know having their kid try an alternate sport is something not a lot of parents even do now yeah would you be okay sharing some insights about him and 
Why do you think he got into this whole mode of pushing you out into motorsports? My whole family is actually, you know, really passionate about cars and speed. So when I was just like six or seven years old, my dad would take me for long drives. And so we had this Royal Enfield and he would make me sit in the front of it. And uh, I used to get to accelerate, you know, you just the handle and that just made me happy. So when I started driving out there for my with my brothers, having fun, he saw that, you know, I was being really happy when I was on the track. And I just enjoyed being there. So he was like, there are no goals out here. So, you know, if you want to try it out, you should. And uh, if that makes you happy, I'll be in full support. I'll make sure that I give out everything that I can to make sure that you achieve your dreams. And he he was totally open to me as in, you know, he never told me that, okay, uh, you have to do this. It's up to you. Just go ahead and try it out. Before that, I tried quite a lot of sports. but things didn't work out for me. So when I was on the racetrack, I enjoyed it and he was okay with it. And uh, being a father, you know, he was always protective of me on the racetrack. He's like, you have to be the best version of yourself because, you know, not at that point of time, there was no women empowerment. There were very few girls in the world at that time who were racing. I don't even know if there were any girls in India at that particular time. He just used to push me as much as he could and then he has been my mechanic. He has been my trainer. He used to tell me uh, after like two, three years when I was on the track, I was fighting with the boys, leading the races. He would always be like, even if I'm the fastest, he'll come and say, Mira, you're driving slow. You need to get much more faster. And that would frustrate me to a point that I'm the fastest. How much more faster do you want me to get? And, you know, now when I see back, it's like that was the pushing point for me that, you know, he used to come and tell me that you need to get better at it. Even though you're good, you need to get much more better. And that made me push myself even more to become the you know best version of myself. So having somebody who always is pushing you into this was really important being a girl out there on the racetrack. Just in general, my family has been very supportive of me racing with the guys at very high speeds. And I think I'm quite lucky. Not everybody gets like a family who supports you to go out there and race cars. So, uh, yeah, I think just having the family out there was very supportive and very helpful to me. Big, big shout out and kudos to them for being able to support you the way they have and push you out the way they have. In the conversation, Meera, while you were talking, you mentioned this a couple of times and I really like what you said in the beginning, which was the, the car doesn't know your gender. Yes. Honestly, we can't not talk about that whole gender classification. It's been... It's been a big thing in sports, uh, especially in the recent years. And especially in a sport like motor racing, which you associate more with men. But also the fact that a lot of people don't know that it's also a, a sport that is open for women, right? I mean, if if I went onto the street and spoke about, you know, women uh, being motor racer champions, and a lot of people would, would still hold it with a little bit of disbelief. Yes. I just wanted to talk to you about that. I mean, while you were getting in, um, when you started off, I know times are changing now, but I don't know, 11, 12 years uh, back, when you were getting in, how were the early days? I mean, did you face any challenges when you were trying to compete? I do give kudos to the sport. Like you said, there's no gender classification. So men and women compete, which I think is fantastic, even from the growth of any kind of sport perspective. But what did you think the challenges were? And, and do you have a story which, which could give us some insight into that? Sure. Uh, there were two challenges. First of all, was the mental stress 
that people used to give and the physical one as well i was quite weak when i started racing because i had no idea that you know racing needs a lot of strength stamina so when i started i used to get tired quite quickly and uh, i would start losing positions in that so being the girl out there i just felt that you know i need to push myself even more physically and work out even more to get that equal level of strength compared to the guys it took me at least 5 to 6 years to you know get that strength up and not get tired in the last few laps and it has helped me quite a lot now talking about the mental uh, stress that i used to get uh, being a 9 year old girl i had really no idea what people would be talking about me there would be people coming and talking to my dad and telling him that why are you spending so much money behind a girl she's going to get married one day and she's going to leave so uh, you know my dad used to say this one thing that no matter if she's going to marry one day and leave it's her choice but right now she's my daughter and she's always going to get that support from me that i am going to give the best even though i you know i might not have the financial support that as much as i could give but i'll make sure that i find out ways to help her out in every way possible and uh, that really you know uh, triggered me out that uh, people used to come and talk like this to my dad and that would make me angry and uh, i i just turned that uh, anger into my strength while i was on the race track and that was the best possible way i could you know handle all those comments by letting my actions and my results uh, you know shut them up and the boys obviously i wouldn't blame them right now uh, after the after i have been like in the amongst them in like 12 years now but back then uh, the boys didn't like the fact that a goal was out there racing with them and competing at an equal level with them i got a fast car they got a fast car so it was just about you know who's better at it so uh, the guys uh, would be you know finishing behind me would always be bullied by the other guys saying oh you lost to a girl and then they would get angry and in the next race they would try to push me off track but i think you know it's just that everybody wanted to be the best out there and uh, they couldn't accept that a goal was there but slowly while i started performing well and i started winning the races at an equal level to them they accepted me and they were like now when we meet uh, they don't tell me that you know you're a goal and you're going to treat you differently but it's just that we all are together now discussing our race issues discussing what we are facing they come up to me and tell me my mistakes and we just are a team now and i feel lucky enough to be surrounded by so many boys who are always you know helping me out supporting me in the race but in the on the race track they are always you know against all of us like each other we are against each other and there's no gender out there on the track they don't see me as a girl they see me as a racer and that's the best part about it that's heartening to hear as well do you really feel that uh, things and and maybe not just from people who you're racing with but across society has matured and they're seeing this a lot more openly as compared to like you were saying you know the mental aspect which was about 11 years back yes totally i have seen people change the way they look at goals and driving now i don't hear many people say that goals can't drive because there are quite a few goals in motorsports or even in general there are females you know driving on the roads and they drive quite well 
and there is this one thing that i always say to people who are like okay women on the road are very unsafe they can't drive i tell them that if women can handle household if they can handle men a car or a vehicle is not a big deal for them at all they are the most patient drivers it's just that you know people put so much stress on them by saying that women can't drive it's when they you know get under the stress and start making mistakes but you know th- things are changing and times are changing and i have seen a lot of females going out there doing what they love doing and people around them are supporting them quite a lot so i think it still needs a lot of support we still need more people supporting uh, you know unconventional sports for females but there's a huge change that i've seen in the past 11 years I honestly feel women are great drivers and I've been following your career and I feel women are better race drivers as well. Meera there's there's another challenge that you faced right and it's interesting when when I started following your career one of the challenges was obviously this gender classification as as we spoke about but there's also a big challenge that maybe a lot of people don't talk about when it comes to your career is the challenge of age. You started off really really young. Yeah. I was reading up for the session and I found a story where you talked about participating in a formula for car race at the age of 14 if I remember correctly when all your male competitors were 30 for people who are who are listening in this may not be a huge difference because you're trying to map the sport based on skill but especially with racing or motor speed driving you the amount of experience that you have on track also gives you a lot of advantage right. so i mean how has that challenge been how have you been able to actually challenge that aspect of the problem minimum age of getting into formula cars was 14 and uh, when i got you know into the race uh, formula car most of the drivers were around 25 and the most experienced guy was around 30 35 and at that point of time i was so i was winning the races in go karts so as a human being i got used to winning the you know winning the races but then when i got into formula cars i had to start from zero and uh, those guys were quite you know experienced compared to me in those cars because they had they were driving in the same category for so many years and when i got into the uh, race and i got I, you know i started racing with them i was last i would not be able to catch them and uh, that really uh, you know disturbed me it, i was like why am i doing this it's just you know not meant for me but my dad told me after a while that you know mira you need to be patient with yourself they have more experience than you and you need to understand the car as well you can't just go on the track and right away expect results so just give yourself time to learn about the car learn about the track and learn the weak points of your competitors and try to implement their driving styles try to see what works out for you and uh, he the main point that he told me was now if you give up it won't be worth it because you have come so far working hard for your dreams and if you just give up at this point of time you know you will be upset with yourself in future for giving up and i think that's when i saw back and i looked back into my career and i realized that i always was patient and i always tried to give myself time to learn about things and after that uh, i gave myself two years to just learn i didn't expect that i'll be in top 5 or top 10 i was like okay even if i'm last i just want to learn i kept trying different skills and i kept trying to understand the car and in 2016 uh i was 
not i wouldn't say at, at an equal level but the less you know uh, experienced guys who were just driving there for like 5 6 years i was at their pace and i was competing with them in the middle pack and winning the rookie championship was quite a challenge for me because um, you know they all were experienced i just had like experience of 3 years in those cars and uh, just making sure that i knew their weak points helped me big time in winning that championship and when i proved it to them that you know i have won the rookie championship by beating you guys i think that was the point that i felt that okay you know you just need to be patient enough to learn everything and uh, things will work out your way on your own so age was just not a number but experience was as you said experience is very important and uh, as you start getting the experience uh, you know things will work out yourself right ben and also the advantage was that you were so good that it didn't really matter too much that <laughs> hopefully let's see you know mira in the in the last question you were talking about the whole physicality of racing right and a lot of people don't understand that for a lot of people it is sitting in a car and and zooming your way through the track i know you spoke about stamina it needs a lot of awareness it needs a lot of reaction building um that needs to happen when you're when you're driving cars at such um speed talk us through the whole physical training aspect and what goes into becoming a professional racer and how is training like just tell us more about that the physical fitness uh, in other sports is quite uh, intense as well but in motor sports we are driving at the speed of 210 kilometers per hour the heat that occurs and uh, it's it's like we drive in high temperatures with our fireproof suits and inners and everything so uh, as everybody knows you know at least we lose few kgs of weight during the race i have always been uh, you know focusing on my fitness levels since the past, since the past few years and uh, i have realized that having that stamina is very important and uh, that's why i do a lot of crossfit training and you know i do a lot of uh, running out there and uh, skipping and you know things like that to just increase my stamina as much as i can you know the strength as well we need a lot of strength while in in the upper body most importantly because uh, we are turning the cars at high speeds into the corner and having that control over your car is quite important just focusing on the upper body the core as well because if you are into a race track and if you get into an accident the most impact comes on your core so if you have a strong core it just helps you you know take that impact in and not get hurt severely physical fitness is very very important and uh, I always believe I am a person who loves changes. I can't just stick to one workout or one sort of, you know, uh, field. So I always try to work out in different things. We need to keep changing and we need to keep evolving the workouts as well. It's just that as much stamina and strength you have, it's just better for you on the race tracks. It helps you quite a lot. Yeah, and also the whole concept of G-force, right? When you guys are driving, so is there something specific that you guys do that minimizes that, or that is constant across? And this may be a really stupid question, but I thought I'd I'd, I'd ask you anyways. So the cars that I drive right now, we don't have like you know a lot of effect of it on our body, uh, because it's just not that faster. So if drive, if you get into Formula Three and Formula Twos, it's much more intense. So for me just working out uh, and you know just increasing my strength 
and especially working in working out in a very uh, high temperature is helping me quite a lot got it and also there's there's this whole mental aspect of this as well right i mean preparing yourself for every race and like you said i mean you know in a race there's there's so much of concentration and alertness needed because at that speed even one small steer could cause major accident not just for you but for your competitors as well so what's the mental aspect do you guys um, also have a mental training mechanism where you prepare yourself what is your routine before every race how do you how do you go about it i read books uh, which helps me quite a lot and i just write down uh, you know on the ra- like on top of every page that i'm going to improve something that i have in my mind and i'm going to win the race or i'm going to get the fastest lap time so i just keep reminding myself every time uh, that has been helping me ever since 2016 and i think it just works out quite well other than that uh meditating is very helpful as well uh what i do is before two weeks before my race uh i have in my cupboard i've sticked like you know all the race tracks uh layouts and i just imagine i just look at those race tracks and i just imagine myself on to the race track driving every taking every corner breaking at the right point correct you know turning at the right point getting on the accelerator at the right point so it just helps me prepare get into that zone few a few weeks before my race and then when i'm on the race track it's just already in my head what i need to do and um before the race right before the race i just prefer to switch off myself from everything else and uh be in the race like in the race car and just fit myself with the speed belts wear my helmet set get ready with everything and just imagine and just talk to myself and my car and just calm myself down thinking that i'm one with the car and uh, you know i'm in that emotional state of mind where i feel that i'm connected to the car and uh, that just helps me quite a lot to be calm enough but as well as stay alert during the race and know what i'm doing on that note also i would love to get hold of that diary that you've been writing for the last Uh, five years because I think I think that has a lot of uh, information that normal people won't get access to, and it'll be a lot of fun also. Just talking about training, Mira, and, and like you said, the the physical, mental training, and obviously the skill training is so important in the sport. What do you think about the infrastructure for racing talent in the country? I mean, do you think there's there's more that can happen? Um, what do you think is one of the best you know training centers for motorsports in the country? And if people have to go about training in motorsports do you think the right way is to go abroad and train there for a bit and then come back or i mean do you think we have enough in the country right now for the people who are just starting out uh, i would suggest that you know you go ahead and get professionally trained into karting there are quite a few schools basically academies handled by racing teams uh, in most of the south india and then in uh, you know gujarat i have my own racing academy where i train people then uh, there are few racers in delhi who are training uh, in you know karting so starting at the basic level is quite important because you will get to know you know all the basics of racing in karting and it will help you a lot in formula cars as well but if you directly want to go into formula cars uh, the only option for you is to go to south india most of the racing teams are in south india most of the race tracks are in south india the coimbatore track the kari motor speedway and then the chennai the madras motor race track uh, those are the only two tracks where we can drive the formula cars and then comes the formula 1 race track in 
Delhi. But um, other than that, we don't have a lot of infrastructure meant for Formula cars uh, in India. And I would, you know, we have a few tracks coming up in Pune and in uh, Lonavla and Hyderabad, but we don't know when it's going to start. So for now, I would say most of the racing happens in South India. I would really like that, you know, we get a lot many uh, race tracks and, um, you know, people can access all that easily because it's quite difficult for people uh, from other states to uh, travel, especially to South India or to Coimbatore specifically, and then get trained. In terms of infrastructure, I think uh, there's a long way for us to go in. And uh, especially in India, that we have just racing teams who train. So uh, for them as well, you know, we need a lot more racing teams to train people and have more professionals training them. But uh, if there's like, you know, professionals who want to just train, I would suggest that they can go out in the, you know, other countries and get trained professionally as well. But uh, for the amateurs, I think we have enough. But, you know, we are always open to having more racetracks and more racing academies to get trained. For sure, for sure on that. Also coming to the education and popularity of motorsports, right? So we all know we're a country obsessed with cricket, but now also opening up to leagues, uh, different leagues, Kabaddi, football, um, and slowly even basketball with NBA doing a lot of traction here in India. And if I look at motorsports, obviously Formula One's got a huge amount of fan following here in India as well. Uh, race days, days are big uh, across the community. But do you think broadcasting still has a huge role to play in Formula 2, Formula 3 or Formula 4 to go out and promote, you know, this sport here in India? Because when promotion will happen is when more mirrors would step in and, you know, get fascinated with the sport and and come show their talent. For sure. Uh, I would say even now, uh, people don't know what motorsports is. Uh, The normal people just think that road racing, they just connect both the things together and they're like, no, 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 we are not going to put our children into, you know, road racing. and That's the bad, bad image that people have about motorsports. Whereas in the actual reality, motorsports is something that is very safe. Uh, We take so many precautions. Uh, So, you know, uh, having those broadcasts and, you know, people getting easy access to what is happening and what the real, you know, scenario is in motorsports is very important. I would say, you know, even personally for race drivers, uh, we don't get so much of popularity or we don't get so much of attention that, you know, we we can get for what we are doing. I think just on on a personal level, we just have to increase uh, the content that we put out uh, for, you know, for people to understand how racing works. If every race car driver in India or every enthusiast of motorsports in India starts, you know, promoting on a personal level, I would say, we can easily reach out to people from different states. And uh, then having, you know, uh, huge uh, companies promote us and, you know, uh, having our races, tel- uh, you know, getting telecasted live would be so much more better for people to get access to it. Uh, so I feel uh, there's a long way to go in motorsports in India for people to know and watch the races. It'll take few more years, but it's a starting and uh, now since every you know almost all the people are on you know their phones all the time because of you know the whole corona situation it's the right time that we take things up a little bit more uh, and 
you know, just start promoting motorsports in the correct way. Right. And have you have you noticed in the last 11-12 years more excitement and more fan following for the sport across the country? Of course. So I would just talk particularly about one situation that I always see. Every year we have, uh, you know, the grand finale of our racing championship, the Jagera National Racing Championship at Booth International Circuit. And every year I see, you know, the grandstand getting filled up slowly and it's increasing every year. The number of people, number of school students coming up with their schools to watch the races. And it's just so, you know, I feel personally so happy to see so many people every year you know, coming out there to watch the races. So, slowly there are people who are starting to know about it and, uh, you know, people are going crazy uh, about, you know, watching those races for real. Uh, but, you know, still, uh, as I said previously, if we have the correct, you know, content put out on social media, I think we'll get a lot more fan following uh, for the motorsport uh, community in India. Nice. And, and, and I know you also spoke about companies supporting and, and sponsorships play a huge role in that as well. You obviously are represented by Red Bull. Yes. How has the impact been with Red Bull coming on and representing you and in your career as a professional racer? Uh, so I would say I was very lucky to get, you know, a company like Red Bull come and support me in India because um, when I won the rookie championship, I got the chance to become India's first female to race the BMW cars. And that's when we got, you know, together, me and Red Bull. And uh, just getting that correct promotion and getting the help from a team like Red Bull was really helpful to me in getting and, you know, reaching out to more people. So my aim has always been that, you know, when I started racing, I didn't have a lot of people to go to for advice and to you know go get trained and that's why I've always wanted to create uh, opportunities for amateurs to race without you know ha- having to put a lot of money into it so Red Bull and I we came up together and we have this two uh, you know ra- I wouldn't say race but uh, we have these two events that we do every year that is the Red Bull Kart Fight that is the Red- another one is Red Bull Catch Off so the kart fight is basically where, you know, the drivers, uh, you know, go out there, set the fastest lap time in few cities. And then we get at least 20 drivers uh, to come up at one racetrack and they get to race against each other. Whoever is the winner goes ahead and watch, gets a chance to, you know, watch one of the Formula One Grand Prix fully sponsored by Red Bull. And the other one is the Red Bull Catch Up, where which happens on Women's Day every year. Uh, where we get females to come up and race against me and whoever is the winner gets again a chance to watch the Formula 1 Grand Prix. Has anyone uh, beaten you in that yet? Not really. (laughs) Obviously, but you know, I have got so many females uh, now who started racing from Red Bull Catch-Up and are now getting into the sport and professionally racing uh, in categories in, you know, cars and everything. So it just makes me feel happy that, you know, uh, with the help of Red Bull, I could spread the word of motorsport, get more new drivers into the sport. And on a personal level, Red Bull has always been supportive to me as they are all, they have a huge motorsport background. And, you know, getting that exposure, I have had so many people approach me after, you know, knowing that I'm a Red Bull athlete. And uh, because they thought that, okay, if Red, a company like Red Bull, uh, who has a motorsport background, is supporting Mira Eda, 
I think she has something in it. <laughs> and I think, you know, that has helped me a lot. Uh, and Red Bull being the team who always believes in going crazy uh, and going full out, uh, I think um, that's my personality. I love just not thinking about anything and just go for it. So uh, we just combined well together. That's nice. And honestly, even for the Red Bull team and not just for motorsport, the kind of support they've shown to extreme sports and alternate sports across, um, not just um, in in countries across the world, but especially in India, I think big, big kudos and shout out to the uh, to the brand and how, how they've built it. So that's been beautiful. Uh, you were talking about uh, Red Bull having an incredible community of extreme sports. Have you tried anything other than racing? <laughs> I am always on the racetracks, but we have been in talks. I am a big fan of skydiving and we have been in talks that when can I go out, you know, get out of my racing schedule and do that. Uh, so hopefully uh, once situation gets better, we can go, we're going to surely work out something and, you know, try something out. I, I like how everything that you do is all adrenaline based. I mean, I'm, I'm speeding on the track, I'm skydiving, it's it's pretty cool. That's my love for it. Amazing. Coming to the end of this, Mira, I think I really need to ask you, I have read that your dream is to become a Formula 1 racer. Talk to us more about it. How do you think as a country, as fans, we can support you in that dream to get you closer to that? And just from the entire sport community perspective, how do we go about creating or helping you get to that dream even faster than you've imagined um i would say you know formula one is like every race car driver's dream uh being realistic it's a long way to go uh to get into formula one but you know being from a country like india there are so many people who support you i have got immense support from people especially being a girl people around me are so supportive of the fact that i am going and you know racing against the guys at like one of the highest level of motorsport in india currently and then racing internationally as well. All I would expect from, you know, people uh, who are like motorsport enthusiasts or even normal people to just encourage more girls and encourage more people to get into the sport. In that way, uh, big brands and big companies would be able to, you know, uh, set their eyes on us. And uh, hopefully we might get more sponsors uh, through that and be able to go out there and, you know, international level and race. But on a personal level, I would just love uh, to get more people to support uh, me and just get their love and support is very important. Just before you end, I, I also want to put you in a spot. Who are your idols in the motorsport world? And not just motorsport world, right? I mean, you could you could have idols from from um, across categories, but who are your idols and who are, who are you looking up to? Uh, I would say, you know... I do have ideals for sure. Ever since I got into the sport, uh, Lewis Hamilton has been like the god for me. Uh, he, The way he drives, the way he deals with situations uh, has always helped me learn and change as a race car driver. And then, you know, Max Verstappen is like the young driver. He goes out, he's crazy. He doesn't have that fear in him or, you know, he just, he is quite aggressive. And he knows that if he wants that, uh, wants a position, he'll get it anyhow. And I have always wanted that aggression in me. Uh, so I followed these two drivers in particular to, you know, improve my racing skills and look up to them and learn from them. But there is this one thing that I always say, having people to look up to is good. 
but you know you should always work on yourself to build yourself as the person who people will look up to and uh, you don't want to be the second somebody else you would always want to be the first of yourself and just in ha- get inspired from people but in the end always believe in yourself and just make the best version of yourself be the best version of yourself um, that's amazing meera when when the team came up to me and told me that they want me to chat with you i obviously did not want to miss on the opportunity because i'm a huge fan and i i love uh, the way uh, you race i love the way you carry yourself i love um, all the conversations that you have off the track as well um it was so so inspiring to hear you talk today about your life and um, honestly i can't wait to see you like all the other 1 billion indians to see you on the formula 1 track and we are so so sure that you'll make us really really proud and um keep doing what you're doing keep killing it as always i hope you had fun i i totally had fun you know answering the questions and i really hope that people who listen to me after the podcast uh, they get inspired to follow something that makes them happy and enjoy their life for sure thank you so much meera thanks a lot thanks thank, thank you for your time thank you